0: Do podcasters talk in this dimension? Because I don't
1: want to freak you out. We're talking Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse.
0: Welcome back to Cinematic Batastic. I'm Andrew and I'm Philip. And happy New Year! Happy New Year to you too. We've had a break from the holidays and into the new year. And uh, did you do anything exciting for the holidays?
1: <laughs> that what that didn't involve me that I don't know about? I went to Vegas, baby. No. All right. <laughs> no, it was it was a good break. Um, obviously, we have our our family, our side of the families. Christmas still to come, so it's almost like we're still on Christmas break. That's true. That's true. Our family, our personal family, has
0: not celebrated uh, any Christmas yet, but our uh, significant others' families have. So, uh, and our our personal families. So, yeah, still waiting <laughs> for my presents.
1: <laughs> it's, it's It's right around the corner. Though, that's I the think. only
0: reason I want to do this. For I just I just want to get my presents. Come on, jerk. Yep. So did you see other than Spider Man into the Spider Verse, did you see any uh other movies this week or uh,
1: this break? In theaters, no. I've uh, watched uh Skyscraper recently. Yeah. Um with Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: Um I think we watched look. that this break too. We didn't watch it
1: together. No. We both checked it out yeah (laughs) not sure if it's worthy of a whole episode we'll probably talk about it but i don't think we're going to dedicate an episode just to
0: well you know what actually no i think i think we
1: need to dedicate a five-part retrospective (laughs) i mean we could just do a podcast on dwayne the rock johnson that would include the skyscraper movie and his other films um but i don't know if we want to do that because we can't really do transformers in that (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) there's a way to incorporate it somehow um
0: so yeah we saw that um (laughs) my wife and i just the other day watched venom i don't know if you saw that with tom hardy
1: i did when did i see that i did see it and i don't remember I i saw it in theaters oh you did um Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters, and I and I I I I was I was I went into that one kind of like I did with Aquaman with a little bit lowered expectations, but unlike Aquaman, I came out of that one a little more like, hey, that was actually I actually enjoyed that. It was pretty good. It was enjoyable.
0: It was just kind of weird though. I felt like because of the lack of Spider Man, it just didn't. It was, you know, it's like taking Professor X out of the X-Men. Like, you just can't really do that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really get a chance to watch a whole lot of other things
1: myself. I, I did a lot of TV show catching up. TV shows, yeah. Was a, a lot that I did, so. So, what yeah. is your,
0: other than, like, the CW comic book shows and stuff like that, what is your big TV show that you're following right now?
1: Um, the one that I caught up quite a bit uh, over the break was The uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, Which okay. I'm really interested in. That was kind of a weird phrase, but I, <laughs> obviously. I've been watching it for seven <laughs> yes, seasons. I'm very... I think I'm interested in it, am. I w- I, whether you watch it or not, I don't know. but the, I, I haven't seen a single the, episode. The main character, which it's been in the news, so it's not like a spoiler alert, but he made the decision of himself. He's like, I'm taking a break. And so they the had actor. to... Yeah. Okay. So they had to uh, have his character exit the show. And it was one of those things where I was like, he's been a part of this for so long. You know, sometimes when a main character leaves a show that kind of signals it's it's the end but f- the way that they have incorporated his his character leaving and where they are now I'm really interested to see where it goes like they've done some really cool things that I thought all right I think I'm really I'm still very in uh, uh invested into this TV show okay mine is manifest on NBC
0: um it's very Lost ish show, Uh, surprisingly deals with a well not a plane crash, but deals with passengers on a on a plane. Um, But yeah, the best way I can describe it is if you if you liked Lost, you'll probably like Manifest, and you know it's secrets and strange things going on and mysteries
1: all around and and all that kind of stuff and 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 yes, you might say it. It manifests your feeling of being lost. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was
0: bad. But I, I watched the show bad. too. It was it. It was good. Um, but yeah, basically they people go on a plane flight and they um uh, land and everybody says it's five years later and they didn't know. Or experience any kind of passage of time and then of course they all have visions and callings and urges that they can't explain Um, and they all they all show up and and uh, show up to places that they don't know how they got there and stuff like this is all kind of interesting stuff so they're all connected somehow yeah we're not sure why yet that's exactly what they say is it's all connected (laughs) <laughs> so anyways let's get get on to uh the spider-man into the spider-verse but before we do um i wanted to mention that uh the golden globes was just recently um uh aired but we couldn't do anything with that but um stay tuned we're still kind of working out all the kinks but um we we're thinking about doing something special for uh, the Oscars, the Academy Awards. So uh, stay tuned for info about that. And uh, maybe we'll reveal what we're doing when, when we do an episode on the nominations whenever they come out. Um, but uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, um, which won a golden globe. It did. And uh, I think it deserved. you know, it's, it's not something that I don't think was uh, uh, incorrect. Uh, it, was a very intriguing interesting movie that i kind of have my i had kind of problems wrapping my head around like how they made it and and how they put it together but in in a good way um it's you know i was able to take my kids to it which i was really surprised like when when you mentioned are you gonna go take your kids to the movie i was like no because i figured it was too violent. Uh, But then you're like, well, I'm taking my kids. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, I'll look into it. And um, found out uh, that it was only PG. So I was like, oh, well, that's not as bad as I thought. And then um, there's some websites uh, that do kind of like uh, kid-friendly. like They they basically rank movies as to how kid-friendly they are. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was very mild with its depiction of gore violence um sexuality language and all that stuff like it it was like and they even said like oh someone says the word and like that's like the worst i I don't know for that for a fact but that like that was the worst curse word in the movie or something like that
1: yeah i i I looked it up on uh the the website that i use for that is it's, it's called common sense media okay um and it's uh it yeah, it pretty much just listed that there was some language in it that that uh, might I think be too th- much for kids, but it was along the lines of they said damn or but or hell, and I know
0: one person says fricking instead of the f word, but it could very well be you know. Heard as that, I guess, if you're not paying attention. Um, Mine, I use the IMDb. They have a. Oh, do they? I've never. Like, there's a tab somewhere. It's hard to find on the app. So that was my problem. I had to, like, go to the website with a desktop to find it, but they have, like, a parents tab.
1: Oh, okay. it'll,
0: It'll tell you all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was. That was interesting. It was it was really good. Um, I only had just minor you know, like complaints about it. They're not really complaints, um, and this was mainly only because we took a three year old with us to the movie. She was really excited to to go, uh, but the movie had a lot of intense action. Like there's a not giving anything away of the movie. It deals with a a a, a particle accelerator. That opens up uh, multiple dimensions. And the particle accelerator scene had lots of beams channeling energy from different dimensions. And I remember thinking to myself, and it was in a good way for the movie, it was like, man, this is intense. Like I just felt the energy from that scene. Uh, and then, of course, you know my three-year-old jumped into my lap, covering her ears. Um, so, like that was the worst it got for that. And uh, I'm pretty sure it didn't help that she was in a really
1: dark room. <laughs> that's not home. See, it's it's funny that you say it because you know I have a almost three-year-old. So he's you know he turns three in in uh, about a week. That went to it, and uh, he he did sit on my lap the whole movie. Yeah. But I don't know if there was ever any time where, where he covered his ears or whatnot. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if I if I, if I would say that any of my kid, the only thing that my kids I thought might affect them it would have been it was in the older two, my eight and soon to be six year old was when they, um, when the without spoiling anything, what happens to the original Spider Man yeah. in Miles Morales's universe. Because it's, uh, I thought that, you know that that might weigh on them, but I don't think it really did. I think they they were like, "Did that really just happen, Dad?" Uh, yeah, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, it did." That, so yeah, that scene
0: I was I was a little shocked. I was like, "Oh, jeez, <laughs> they went there." <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but yeah, the the kids didn't really mind that too much. Um, my only other weird issues were, and like I said, these weren't horrible problems, but. Uh, they depict the green goblin, one of the very popular, um, villains, um, in the movie. He was like six stories tall (laughs) and that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but I mean, you know, they were just kind of hamming it up. It's a cartoon. So, you know, uh, maybe that's why they did it. Um, and then my only other issue was, um, and this was another intense character that, um, Caused my daughter to kind of hide under our arms was the character of the Prowler. It's a very Batman-looking, Batman-esque-looking character. Um, you know, very dark clothes and cape, claws, and you know, just white, uh, white eyes. That uh, like that's the only thing you could see from the face was the eyes, and it's very demonic and and uh, threatening. And there's also kind of a a, an audible like gasp or something there's there's some kind of sound that you eventually associated with that character because sometimes you wouldn't see him but you'd hear that sound Mm -hmm. and you you knew he was around um and so that was a little bit of intense but i had never seen that character before like i i mean i'm not an expert in spider-man or whatever but i know quite a bit and i had never heard of the prowler never seen him before didn't recognize costume at all (laughs) and so that that was all uh brand new to me not necessarily that's not necessarily a bad thing i was just like who's
1: this guy well and i was the same way when it came to the prowler character uh and also how the uh green Lantern not the green lantern green goblin was depicted um, I was trying to see if I could find a, a, a for sure explanation. But my only thought that I kind of took away from that is, yes, I'm I'm by no means an expert on Spider-Man, but I'm pretty knowledgeable on who he is, his, his char- cast of characters in his universe. Um, but the, yes, I know who the Miles Morales is. I know that he took over the, the, the Spider-Man role but that's pretty much all I know about Miles Morales because I've never read. Yeah. Uh, So my takeaway from it was, it was more of a, this is rare for me to go into a movie where I don't really know the character's universe, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, You know, it happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. I had no idea who these characters were, and it was kind of refreshing because I wasn't, uh, going into it with, with uh, you know, like what part of their story am I going to know? You know, yeah uh, here's my pre-knowledge. Um, but but yeah, so the, the Prowler character, it's a character in the comics, but it's part of, you know, it's in the Miles Morales universe. Uh, same with the, I can only assume the Green Goblin, because the, the Spider-Verse is based off of the Ultimate Spider-Man comic book line, yeah. which that whole line was a, like a relaunch of not just the Spider-Man character, but several Marvel characters were reintroduced. Their backgrounds were rewritten and it was kind of a, let's bring these characters into the present. Mm -hmm. And so the universe that this movie is based on is obviously because the movie deals with spider verse, it's not the main Spider-Man universe. And in the comics, the ultimate comic line, which is where it kind of make, takes most of its story from, takes place outside of the main Peter Parker that we, uh, you know, the, those of us that are our age grew up knowing. So, so basically
0: uh, what, what you're trying to say, I guess, is that the Spider-Man we know is in, let's say, Dimension One. Miles Morales and all that stuff is in a different dimension. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the the character that comes into this universe in the movie that's the older Peter Parker, the out of shape Peter Parker. Yeah. That is the Spider-Man of Spider-Man 1 universe, I guess. Yeah. The one that and they we know growing up. And I think know. they even
0: implied that he was the Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi movies. They uh, Yeah they they didn't say straight up that it was but they showed the iconic moments from those movies the biggest one being the upside down kiss yeah um the stopping of the train um, the train or the subway um and a couple others i can i can't remember but um but yeah those were and, and i think they even framed them and you know did the shots almost verbatim well like, and they, they exactly they, like
1: they the, kind of made fun of uh sam raimi spider-man 3 moment where peter parker becomes the emo kid yes they and he, did and they purposefully was like he's like and yeah this happened and then, <laughs> yes that was that was a pretty good good so they, joke they definitely made jabs them. at uh the sam raimi universe and maybe yeah like you said inclin- they were inclined to say this peter parker was that same peter parker mm-hmm. It would have been cool if they actually got. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I just went blank on the actor's name. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire yeah. to voice him, but they got.
0: I think it's Jake Johnson is the actor's name that played that that Spider Man. Uh, but yeah, it kind of made me wonder. Not that Jake Johnson didn't do a good job. He did a great job. Um, like during the movie, I wasn't like, man, this should be Toby Mcguire. But I I did kind of like it. Would have been kind of cool if they they had it as Toby, but. Um, this movie also featured a lot of different spider characters, um, which was kind of, I don't know if there are actually comic books for each one of the. I know that there's some that have their own comic line, but I wonder if they just kind of made up their own spider characters just for this, or maybe it's part of that uh, comic that you are talking about. Uh, that relaunched maybe maybe they invented them for that but they don't have a solo comic just for themselves but there's you know Peter Parker the par- Peter Parker that we know um, Spider Gwen which is Gwen Stacy uh, a romantic interest of Peter Parker's is um, isn't she the one that dies in the the, the, the famous Uh, I'm going to drop your girlfriend. I'm also going to drop 10 people and you try to save them both at the same time. Yeah. She,
1: she was his first, um, first love, I guess. And then he's given the decision to, you know, he, well, I I guess uh, she's thrown off of a bridge or whatnot. I don't know if it's necessarily a decision of save these people or save your girlfriend. Um, but it's done to the point where he's not able to actually catch her. Yeah. But he uses his web, and in doing so, he keeps her from hitting the ground. But his web snaps her back and kills her. Um, okay. So it's 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 a it's a huge storyline in the original Spider-Man universes. He's always dealing with, I mean if he didn't shoot her shoot and catch her with the web, she hits the ground, she dies. Yeah. But because of what he did, he has the guilt of I he actually I killed, killed her, killed her. Yeah. So,
0: so yeah, the, and the first Sam Raimi movie with Tobey Maguire um, and Kirsten Dunst, they actually depicted that moment but he saved her. Um, and then in the second iteration of Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, they kind of did that where he shot his web out, caught her before she hit the ground. But, um, I think in the, in that movie, she is close enough to the ground where she hits her head. Um, and, and that's what kills her. Um, but yeah, so in this one, she's the one that has spider powers. Um, Spider-Man Noir, which is played by Nicolas Cage. I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, black and white spider-man um that uh you know it's kind of like a um a uh maltese falcon-esque kind of spider-man where he, you know probably narrates every action he does and it's like of all the doors she had to walk into she had to walk into mine like that kind of a character um the least the one i had least the uh, knowledge of was uh penny parker had you heard of her
1: No, I was that was somebody that I was not familiar with character wise. Yeah, Uh, you know, Spider, uh, Spider Ham. (laughs) -Ham. You know, I was familiar with him. I'm not even. I don't know necessarily why. Yeah, I was familiar with him. um, But yes, Penny Parker is a female uh,
0: version of Spider Man. That she didn't have any spider powers herself, but she had a spider that was her dad. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, I'm not. She she had her dad. Her dad's consciousness, for some reason, was in a spider, which then operated a mech suit. (laughs) That she could get in and out of if she wanted to. And the mech suit did stuff like Spider-Man. So, that was a little weird. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Spider Ham, which is a pig that has Spider Man's powers, and he goes by the name of Peter Porker. And It was played by John
1: Mulaney. Um, his character obviously was uh, a lot of comic relief, <laughs> which the you know the from what I know of the character, it was always it was always created as kind of a a comic relief or a a, it's a obviously a parody of spider-man yeah and so it's always been a funny character and it's just one of those things where you like it's interesting (laughs) of of all the spider-man characters you know they they and it worked yeah i I really enjoyed that character being it in the movie and
0: get weirder (laughs) (laughs) i think i think john mulaney was perfectly cast for that because like he has that that voice, that just like it's not a heroic voice, it's not a bad voice, but like his voice doesn't strike fear the you know whatever. And
1: it's it's just like it can get weird. <laughs> That's my horrible, worst John Mulaney impression. Well, and and just doing a quick lookup of some of the characters that were introduced in this movie, um, several of them have our you know they they're, they weren't necessarily created for this movie. Uh, Spider Man Noir actually. It looked like he had his own comic book back in 2009. Oh, okay. Uh, the Gwen, Spider Gwen, was 2015, so she was more of a recent yeah, created character, was in a comic book, actually comic storyline called Spider-Verse, so I'm curious if maybe the movie pulled okay. from that. Um, the Penny Parker is the only one I couldn't find for sure on when that character was created, but I think all of them are... You know, characters that are in the Spider-Man comics, you know, when they were created, when they're introduced, I'm not sure.
0: I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, they would have Peter Parker, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, which are characters that we were somewhat familiar with. At least we knew of of their existence. So, I mean, why would Penny Parker just be a random (laughs) (laughs) incarnation? (laughs) She's probably got to be an actual character that's been on the pages. But... Um, we just haven't ever come across her. Well, and
1: and I read too that they were close to having a Australian Spider Man in this movie. <laughs> that would <be> so interesting. <laughs> when 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 I read that, I thought, I wonder if is the Penny Parker character a Spider Man that was created for maybe like the the audience, the comic book audiences that are into. Um, more like the anime and yeah uh what do you call the the graphic novels that manga or manga something? yeah you know so I, like i'm wondering is it a character that obviously wasn't necessarily made for the united states or the american sure. audience sure
0: yeah um, th- that's kind of something that a lot of movies now are are incorporating into how they're made is how marketable are they uh to a larger world audience um and as as he was talking about uh this kind of segues into our into my our next uh thing i was going to mention is the animation so this whole movie's computer animated pretty much you know, just like any other Pixar or DreamWorks. DreamWorks, there you go. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think of any other companies. And then um, Blue Sky um, for Fox. Uh, DreamWorks Animation. Yeah. Um, so, like, just like any of those uh, movies that uh, are computer animated, they create a, a a character in a computer and animate it, and and there you go. But this movie incorporated different styles of animation into it uh some of it was like seemed like it was traditional animation with you know drawings um and and some other things and it's it's blended in um and one of the things uh about penny parker is that she is drawn like a japanese cartoon uh um, you know pokemon or um you know those kind of cartoons where uh you know very stylized uh animation is how she reacts and and acts around these computer animated characters but well, it blended in perfectly
1: i mean but yeah they carried over some of the i don't know if they're necessarily stereotypes but like when you see japanese animation there was a scene where they had a cloak you know they looked at her eyes and her her eyes did that shaking uh, the, the twinkle in the eyes uh, yeah. or i think she did a an attack move and everything behind her was this big blur of lines yeah uh, to, yeah, so, to so, simulate she's moving at high speeds yeah. where any other characters, you know, like I said, they blended in, it was, it was part of her character, but nobody else's, but it was part of the animation and didn't feel like it was necessarily, it didn't take you out of the movie yeah, at
0: all. And, and so, so yeah, the, the, the best thing about this movie, I think is its animation. Um. it it blends and mixes a lot of things it looks like a comic book page uh, for the most part Um, and so yeah it just looks like it's just lifted off the page Um, it's got those little um, text boxes that you know like meanwhile over here you know that kind of stuff and and sometimes they were used for uh, internal dialogue Um, it was just just really unique. They, they really, the directors and stuff and the producers, they really looked into how can we make this stand out from, you know, Toy Story and other, uh, computer animated movies and, and they, they pulled it off. Uh, one of the things I I thought was really interesting was, um, and I just heard this in an interview with like the directors, um, that they decided to like, so uh, frame rate of movies is 24 frames per second. So you basically, you're looking at 24 pictures every second of time. Um, and they just play that fast. And at that speed, you get the sense of movement and it's smooth and you don't, you don't realize you're looking at a bunch of images. What they did was they, sl- they, they didn't slow it down, but they only showed 12 frames per second and base so basically for every one frame it showed for two frames worth of time and so it gives it this jittery look but it's like I said, it's not a bad thing it it works for the animation but it but it has kind of this jittery stop-motiony look um and that's because they they made it to where every 12 they only showed 12 frames per second in 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 the presentation of the film
1: I uh, well yeah the, I think I I'm with you on the animation It it was it was definitely not a Pixar movie yeah definitely not um if anything it kind of resembled there was a uh Spider-Man cartoon I don't know how long ago it was on but it was it oh, was yeah. on MTV yeah that's right it and was it was with, like a um, cell shading yeah uh, and it was kind of a new style. Neil, Pat- Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris played
0: P- Peter. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And so I, I remember liking that. You know, I, it,
1: yeah. I, I don't know if cell shading was used in this or not, but it had that kind of feel. But it was a much like I liked the animation of that TV show, but I feel like I've seen that recently and it feels very dated at this point. Yeah. Uh, so it's almost like this is, you know, I don't know. We'll have to look at this in a few years to see does the animation hold up. But I felt like it was a, it was a cool style of animation. I liked how they tried to make it feel like you were reading a comic book, not necessarily the entire movie. Yeah, but there were specific cuts or ways they, 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 they would do things that made it feel like you know, hey, this is what it's like if you're reading a comic book. Um, and
0: so yeah, they they definitely you know put a hundred and ten thousand percent into the the. the pre-production into figuring out how they were going to make this movie looked. It's, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, But real quickly, before we, we, we tap out of here, I did want to mention that, you know, we, we talked about earlier how going into this movie, there's like the Prowler. We weren't familiar with him and and some other things we weren't familiar with them because it's the universe of Miles Morales. And in this movie he displays more than just spider-man powers and so i was kind of like you know watching the movie is like what (laughs) what what is (laughs) this all about um and you know this is all stuff in the trailer so it's not giving anything away necessarily um but the this wasn't explained in the movie but this is what i read online is that the spider that bites him is obviously not the same spider that bit Peter Parker. It's a different one, uh, but one of the places I looked said it's it's a spider that was experimented on with Peter Parker's blood. Okay, and yeah, so well, I was not familiar with that. That's where the spider power comes from. But yeah, but it's still a genetically engineered
1: spider. Um, well, so yeah, when, when he started displaying his powers, I was with you. I'm like. He, he can go invisible wait yeah. what that's not a spider-man that's not a spider-man power yeah or the electricity
0: um... and it's, yeah, the and I will say the electricity thing that one was more vague and like I didn't realize that that was a power that he was displaying I thought it was just because one of the times they show it is when spider-man comes to him and like tries to grab his hand and the impression I got was that his web shooter shocked. Um, shocked him i was yeah i i, I kind of figured and right away that so it was that his was power. so that was a little confusing to me but um but yeah he has this what's called a venom strike or an electrical touch that can uh temporarily paralyze his enemies um and then it's not invisibilities per se it's actually just camouflage he can turn his skin and his clothes to match his surroundings, which basically makes him invisible to, so kind to like a chameleon type yeah. power. So
1: that's my only big issue with this is like, those don't really have anything to do with spiders. <laughs> but if you, but if you, if you read the miles Morales bio or whatever, if you have, you know, well, what I need is the Marvel comic card of miles Morales <laughs> and it'll make it all sense. no. But if, uh, cause I did, I looked that up after the movie cause I thought, Are those really his powers? Yeah. Uh, I just assumed, you know, the what I knew about the Miles Morales character was he took over for Spider-Man and he was just, that was, you know, he was a Spider-Man. He could shoot web. He could, he had this super strength, could walk on walls. No, he's got additional powers because the spider that bit him was more of a, it was a genetically altered, or yeah. more so than the one that bit Peter Parker, yeah. but the the invisibility or the camouflage and the electricity are his powers. And then uh, my kids were playing the, uh, the uh, Lego Marvel game uh, the other day. And I actually had one. Of them, I said, Hey, go to, go to the miles Morales character. And they picked him and they showed off his powers. And sure enough, in the video game, he turns invisible and, and what? I was like, okay, so yeah, that's, That's his powers. Yeah. So I guess, you know, if you genetically alter
0: a spider and then let it bite somebody, that's going to happen. So I would definitely, uh, as you can probably tell, rate this uh, two tickets. Um, Definitely would love to see this again um, and probably will buy this movie when it comes out.
1: Same here. It's... (laughs) I was trying to think of a cool way to say same thing. Um, But yeah, definitely two tickets for me. Yeah. and yeah, I think this is one that you. Know, I'll I'll get when it when it comes out. My my uh, my oldest Olivia, she actually says like she asked me said, "Dad, when this comes out on movie, can we buy it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, of course we can." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, my my kids are
0: really enjoyed the movie, and uh, they're quoting it all the time. And even like I said, I, I didn't take all my kids; I only took a few of them, but. Um, even the one that didn't go is still quoting the movie because she's seen the trailer. <laughs> um, and so their their famous their favorite line is uh, the one we did at the beginning. It's like, do animals talk in this universe? Because uh, I don't want to freak them out. <laughs> <laughs> like they really like that part. Let us know what you thought about Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Uh, you can check us out on uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Gmail. Uh, Cinematic Rotastic at or at Cinematic uh whichever one you want to choose. Um, and let us know what you think and also check us out on anchor.fm. You can leave us a voicemail and uh, we can maybe even play your response on our next episode. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you at the movies and don't forget to check your ticket stubs.